What's up, Cool Saved Chicks? It's your girl, Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Hey, guys. I was like, I think I'm used to Chardé. I'm used to Chardé. Yeah, but I know last time Lauren. Right. Okay. So hey guys, happy uh, post Mother's Day! Yes, yes. Um, we hope you guys had an amazing weekend celebrating your moms, or if you're a mom, um, being celebrated, being celebrated. Um, much love to the women and men who have lost their moms, and it might be also a touchy, you know, weekend for them. We completely understand, yeah, and all of that. Um, so we're talking about mom friends today. And I am the mom friend. <laughs> you so, are. Um, you know, we thought we would share like my perspective versus, you know, my friend's perspective on certain things concerning, you know, the mom friend dynamic. Um, ah. So for me, I think being a five years in this game, right. uh, it, it, it's interesting to navigate uh, being that mom, being that friend who has children. Um, especially when it comes to, I feel like I have more friends who don't have children versus friends who have children. Yeah. Um, still, that's changing though. It's changing. Yeah. <laughs> still working on that dynamic of, you know, I guess community when it comes to mom friends and it's not like it's, Oh, anything wrong with it or anything like that. I just, I don't know. I just haven't gotten there yet. I don't know. It's, I can't even explain it, <laughs> but, um, for me, it, it, like I said, it can be interesting. I know that in the beginning, I felt like, I was like, okay, I'm just here in mm-hmm. Haven. You know, somebody called me or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like as we've grown and over the years, it's like, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me make sure and look out for Ayana. Let's see, you know, hey, you can come along or, and it's not like, oh, tag along. I don't want anybody to think that. Yeah. Um, but I, I do know in my experience, I feel like sometimes it can be a bit of overthinking. Yeah. Because it's like this space of, well, maybe she's not available or maybe, um, because I won't say this with any of you guys, but I've gotten this from other people. Anytime I'm out without my children, it's always, where's the kids? Mm-hmm. They're with their father. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, I do have someone else in this relationship who is very much involved. Right. Like right now, as we're recording, he is out having brunch with my children. Right. You know, that's the type of dad. He's their he father. Is. He's their <laughs> father. You know, that's the type of uh, dad that he is. I know that a lot of dynamics are not like that, but mm-hmm. Sylvester is very involved with his children. Yeah. So, um, but people assume the, the, the other, because what's so highlighted and what's so known is, the kids are always with the mom. Right. Um, so it was. it's always assumed that I might not be available or well, what are you going to do with the girls? And I'm like, I have my options. You know, I would just, I would appreciate the invite, you know. Yeah. Right. And then I figure it out. And a lot of times I figure it out. And it's not even a, hey, babe, so I was wondering if you can watch the girls. I'd be like, hey, so I'm going to <laughs> this, this, and this. What's your schedule like? Oh, I ain't doing nothing. Okay, cool. So the girls will be with you. I'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) I'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) Tomorrow? But yeah. So like even when we went to To Vegas, Vegas, like people were like, oh, okay. I'm like, he's a whole father. 
and right. y'all weren't like that y'all was yeah. just like because i remember when lauren called she's like yeah so we wanted to go to vegas and i wanted to invite you blah 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 and i i knew i knew you weren't thinking oh well, what is she gonna do with the girl you right no yeah. right like, you know sylvester so but it was like people you know people commenting and it's like oh that's so cool. Where you are the to, kids? You yeah. get to go and go on vacation trips. on a bit. Va- it's so good that you're on a girl's trip. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Like, mm-hmm. and I guess because, you know, everybody else doesn't have that dynamic. So, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it's interesting because I've never ever seen Ayana as like unavailable due to children. I don't know. I don't know why I've never put you in like that light. And I guess it's because to your point, anytime that we're ever like, hey, we're going to do this. I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. never really been like a I can't come because the kids type of a thing. And I do remember Ayana like had <laughs> the text and it might have been when Haven was younger. Mm-hmm. You were like, I can come, y'all. Right. <laughs> yeah. Invite me. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I have. I'm I'm guilty of that. Um, mm. My mindset was very much so like, oh, you know, like she's a new mom. You know, although you have been married for years and mm. I know you all have a great partnership and not just with you, with some other friends, I have very much so been guilty of, okay, like I'm not going to inconvenience them. I'm not going to mm-hmm. bother them. And for me, it's, I'm more of such a spontaneous person. Mm-hmm. Within my 30s, my friends and I have begun to actually plan things out in advance. Mm-hmm. However, we were very much so, okay, today, let's just go to this. I mm-hmm. saw this in the city. You want to do this? You want to mm-hmm. do this? And realizing that it, it does require, you know, time and planning out when you have yeah. children. So it by default for me, when I was in that spontaneous space, it wasn't, um, I don't think you can go. It was, I don't want to inconvenience you or mm-hmm. put pressure on you. And I understand. That yeah. type of thing. So I'm, I have very much so been guilty of. And the, the funny thing is the only me. time that we have difficulty, like, let's say, like not being able to go to places is when it's me and Sylvester going. Of course. That's because it's like, who going to watch the kids? Right. And I have parents and his mom, they outside. Right. They are not (laughs) active. Yeah. They are not those grandparents that just be chilling at the house all the time. Right. They They are outside. They are out. They hang like you. Sylvester's mom is single, but Mm -hmm. she is out with her friends. Um, If you guys didn't know, Sylvester's mom is Ganyan. And the African community, listen, they always got something going, going on. on. A wedding's a party. A funeral's a party. It's like everything's always going on. Or she might be working or she just wants her alone time. Yeah. Because Haven and Nova are the youngest out of the grandchildren. Mm. She been there, done that. So yeah. now it's like Nova, mm-hmm. two years old. With her, she like, child, I'm not. Right. Right. <laughs> And that's so, gonna you a run for your money. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yes. So yeah, that's the only time I feel like you know we're not able to do things, and I'm fine with it. And you just adjust. I think it's it's interesting how Shardy, how you started off, you know, explaining I guess the relationship dynamic you have with Ayana. You was like, I never thought of Ayana as like the mom that's never available, right? And when you said that, it made me think like, well, have I ever thought of Ayana as a mom that's available? And I think a lot of times I am like very considerate of like, well, no, like even today mm-hmm. when I came in, I was like, I'm hungry, and Ayana's like, I got snacks. I was like, I'm not gonna eat you y'all groceries. groceries. <laughs> And I was like, girl, I'm like, what? I gotta go to the grocery store now. You what? I'm about to replenish all this. Right. Oh I'm very much so. I'm the one that's like, well, no, no, I don't want to 
want to do that. Yeah. Um, but it, to, it, what does that say about me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I think to the point. I think the reason is is because to Denise's point, it's like when I do, and it's it's no shade or anything or flack to anyone, but it's like when I when I do see you and Baka's dynamics and parenting, it's very much so like a collaboration. It, mm-hmm. I never really see one person doing yeah. all the work. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like actually like. Baka is like a unique person because I've I've seen him do quite a bit of things I've never really seen any guy really (laughs) like any guy do even down to the hair I was just like is he gelling (laughs) (laughs) he said he wanted to learn right and the fact that he was doing it I was like wow this is really really impressive but um I, and I think, like I said, that helps too when it comes to, you know, you thinking like, well, will Ayana be available? Whereas I do have some friends that their children are very much so attached to the hip mm-hmm. when it comes to the mm-hmm. mom, you know? And it's like, I already know if we're going out, the kids come in too. And yeah. that's fine because Lauren loves the kids. But it's just like, I think it, it helps when you are able as a friend from the person kind of on the outside looking in, it helps when you're able to see that your friend actually has like a partnership situation Mm -hmm. going on that is not so much heavily on one person um and one person is like doing a lot with the the child because i do believe in a i'm not going to say from the friends that i don't see the that the marriage is they're both working together but it's like when it comes to that child Mm -hmm. like what does that look like is the child more attached to the mom more so than the child being attached to both parents yeah so I was going to say one of the things I appreciate, especially about my mom friends. And I know Ayana was saying she feels like she has more friends who don't have children yeah, the opposite. than friends <laughs> who are moms. And I feel like, yes, I'm completely the opposite where I feel like I have more friends that are moms than friends who are not moms. But I appreciate with my mom friends that a lot of our interactions don't revolve around the kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I appreciate that when I'm talking to Ayana or when I'm talking to my friend Carmen or when I'm talking to my friend, my best friend Carissa, like, it's, we can have conversations and the kids may never come up in conversation. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. And I feel like some of them appreciate that, too, because to Ayana's point... There, there are moments when a person talks to you and it's like all they're asking about is the kids. And it's like, well, yeah. I'm here too. Mm-hmm. What about me? Type mm-hmm. of a thing. But I think that some of the reason why I see Ayana as available is because in our conversations, they aren't always rooted in what the children are doing. Yeah. I still see Ayana as a person. I still see Carmen. I still see Carissa mm-hmm. as a person, not as just a mom. A mom. And yeah. It, yeah, and it doesn't mean that I don't respect that they're a mom because I also am in awe of like, oh my really? God, yes. mm-hmm. we're keeping human beings alive. Right. <laughs> you know, and I mean, I've had scares with Zoe. So, I mean, I just... Couldn't imagine, you right? Know, I couldn't imagine. I just thank God she's made it, okay? <laughs> but it's like, you know, I'm in awe, but it's also like I still see them as people mm-hmm. for what they like and what they do and all mm-hmm. of those things, so. Yeah. It's interesting listening to, to this conversation because I also have really close friends who are single moms. They do they have no yeah. support oh, from, you mm-hmm. know, a spouse or a man. So when we're talking about, you know, the collaborative effort and it being mm-hmm. mutual, I have friends that are very much, that's not their case. It's mm-hmm. more so them depending on their village that's mm-hmm. around them, like their family um, and other close friends that we share. And for me, I, I too, and now I'm looking back at it, I probably have also grouped them in that oh, mom friend type mm-hmm. of category. Like, oh, 
oh, she's a mom. When it really should be like, she needs a break too. You know, like she does want to hang out and not just see us on the stories together or taking trips together and feeling left out. Um, And I don't know where that came from. I don't know how I grouped in my mind, like once you have a child, because clearly that's what's happened. You know, that life is about the child. It just happens. Like people do it. People have been doing it for years. And yeah, I think it just happens. Listening to this, I think I I I get that from my mom. Mm. My mom is very much so like it's me and my boo and I'm the boo. You know, like it's very like that's yeah. that's the friend dynamic. Like prior to her getting married, she obviously, it, but it was just her and her boo, and mm-hmm. I'm the boo, yeah. But before she got married, it was very much so like team us, mm-hmm. and I it was forever team us and i remember growing up and having cousins that were like oh i wish our, our my relationship with my mom is like how it is with you and would, your mom would you go hang out with your mom and her friends uh, or would just be a lot of y'all her together? mom was hanging out with her well my mom my, my mom's friends are they're like my god friends mm-hmm. you know so it was like a, it felt like a family thing okay. so they were single moms too at a certain point everybody wasn't single but mm-hmm. when she would hang out with her friends it yeah. would be them and maybe their yeah. child mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was very good. much so yeah you know, like, neat, are you ready to go? Yeah, okay, we're going. You know, like, it's, yeah. it just felt yeah. like us, and I didn't realize until this conversation that, that that's probably what's rooted in where I got that from. Yeah, it's so amazing how, like, your upbringing really influences, influences yeah, your perception. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I think about my mom, and baby, my, my mom would be like, all right, I love y'all, I'm gonna be back now. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she was a stay-at-home mom for a nice little portion of my life, but my mom still had her friends, like mm-hmm. her friend Jackie, her friend Pauline, and it's like her friend Rita. Yeah. It, was, it was them four. <laughs> okay, and they would go to the Poconos, or they would go to Atlantic City. Yeah. It's like, I remember being a kid and seeing my mom go off with her friends, yeah. even though there were four children in the household. Mm-hmm. It was very much like... She's living life. Mama got to have a life too. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that that has depicted my perception of what mom friends look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, I saw my mom have her own life. I talk a lot about how like I was never the girl to get her nails done. Mm-hmm. And how that was my mom's time to be by herself. Yeah. Like, you know, you talk about you being your mom's boo. And, mm-hmm. and that was something, you know, when you were younger, you would get your nails done. Yep. My mama was like, I'm going to the nail shop and everybody is staying here. Mm. Because that's my time. Right. And it's like... I understood that. Mm-hmm. I grew up understanding, like, as a mom, it means you get time yeah. to yourself. So mm-hmm. that's why, I don't know. It's crazy, though. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Grow- it's funny. Growing up for me, especially when, like, when we lived in New York slash New Jersey, um, with us coming from another country, we didn't have, like, a whole family dynamic up here. Mm-hmm. So it was always me and my parents. Mm-hmm. Like, and then that it kind of became a community like mm-hmm. with that. Like, so I remember being at house parties and everybody downstairs and they partying, but the kids are upstairs, upstairs, you know? So, is um, that like a black culture thing? It is. Yeah, it is. definitely. <laughs> For sure. So like we were always in the midst and incorporated it. It wasn't until I got like a teenager, then it kind of switched. I was very much a latchkey kid. I had my own yeah, key. Same. Uh, hey, we about to go set such and such. Lock the door. Don't, don't answer, answer the phone. Nobody. Oh my God. <laughs> like those types of things. Right. So, don't answer the door for, for nobody. nobody. I don't so, care if it's me. Right. Yeah. So I had my own independence, and my parents they did, and mm-hmm. they they are living living it up now as grandparents. But um, I I think I I'm, I don't know if that's maybe because um how I am now. And um, I don't know, like me and Sylvester, 
it's crazy how we just created this dynamic, but also how I was raised too, because I remember just going, um, hanging out with my dad by myself. Like we had a thing on the weekends where we go to the library all the time. Sometimes it would be me, my mom and my dad, or sometimes it would just be me and my dad. I remember going into the city in New York and me and my dad just walking for blocks, just talking and we might stop and get something to eat and whatnot. So it's not foreign to me for Sylvester to go and hang out with the girls, especially now that they're getting older. Like we about to be all over the place now because it's like, oh, Nova's two and we're, she's more active and we can do certain things. And so I don't know. I just, you know, I see so many stories online. I'm very sympathetic when it comes to women and moms who are not able to have this kind of life. Like it, it really be hurting my heart sometimes. Um, and it's just like you see these stories where these these moms are literally suffering in silence yeah. because they're not able to even have a life. Yeah. They're not able to, um, you know, you have the relationships where it's like, well, I bring home the bacon and you take care of the kids. And I feel like that type of dynamic it needs to be destroyed basically like a married single mom yeah exactly there's a lot of married single moms out there and i'm like okay what does it take especially even in the church like what does it take and what do we have to do to change that dynamic for men to understand uh and i'm not gonna say just men because there are some women who it's some dads who are single, mar- married, true. married, single dads, That's you know? True. So how does it take for that other person to understand that, hey, this is a partnership. We're raising these children together. And even how we're raising them, it can affect how they look at things and their livelihood. So I appreciate both of my parents always being involved. So it's like it trickles down. Like we're creating a new generation of children, yeah. like Nova and Haven will see the dynamic. Like the other day we were in our room and Haven was about to walk in and Sylvester hugged and kissed me and Haven saw it. And she was like, Oh, that's so sweet. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She's very dramatic. So it was literally just like that. And I love it. Oh my gosh. And you know, so she's seeing that she's seeing how her parents are. And it's like, I want the same things for her and her sister. Like, Hey, this is a partnership. Whenever you get married, like if, if a dude ain't trying to come together yeah. and grow something with you, yeah. run away. Yeah. Run, you know? away. So, run away. The beautiful thing yeah. is she'll see it in her. She sees it in her grandparents yeah. yes. and also her parents. Yes. But question for you. Did you and Baca have a conversation prior to marriage or before you all had kids about what that would look like? Or was it just innate because you all serve each other just so effortlessly? We did. We did have conversations. We had conversations about how many children we wanted. We had conversations about how we wanted to do things. Um, we had conversations, even I, I told him my desire to leave the salon, leave, leave from behind the chair, excuse me, when I started having children. Um, so I feel like, you know, the, the crazy thing with Sylvester is he, his, he grew up in a different dynamic Yeah, because his parents divorced at a young age and he was with his mom and three brothers his dad uh, eventually went back to Ghana and he passed away in Ghana when he was um, around, I think, 18, 19 or so. Okay. Um, so he didn't necessarily have his dad constantly in the household. And the memories that sometimes he did, ha- he does have and he'll mention is, you know, if I did go to my dad's house, it was like, oh, you got to clean up. Like, this is this is our bonding. 
like Saturday morning, you're cleaning my house, different types of things, you know, and that, that, that structured wow. man dynamic of yeah. this is what we do. And, you know, not really hearing, I love you or I'm proud right. of you. So for him to be that type of father is him creating a new dynamic for his children. Right. Yeah. Even seeing his brothers, it's a new dynamic for their children. They're very much involved with their children's lives. So I don't know. I just, we definitely had a conversation and we constantly have conversations of how we want to see things, how we, you know, we encourage each other to have the time away mm-hmm. from the, the, the girls and, and even ourselves like, Hey, go do something for yourself or, and cause Sylvester knows I'm very much a homebody. I love my house. Mm-hmm. I love my bed. You know, I love chilling. So it's like, when I do have the moments of going and doing things by myself, it's like, he's very much encouraging it. Cause he knows that I'm an introvert and I like being by myself. But when I like being out, right. especially with people that I love, you know, it's like he pushes that. So yeah, we, we have a lot of conversations. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention in, in regards to you and Baca is that um, I, I, now that I think about it, I find it very interesting that um, it was a while before you all had kids. Yeah. So it was, it was only you and Baca, which mm-hmm. In my mind, I think that that would serve to be beneficial in developing like mm-hmm. a partnership and sort of like this organic um, team, yeah, organic team of like working together because mm-hmm. you don't have kids. So it's it was just you two and Connor, you know, mm-hmm, for a and, minute. Yeah. And so I think it's worked so well is because you all had kind of already built this momentum and like, you know, this this way of life that you are used to working together, mm-hmm. you know? So when mm-hmm. you add it to that, it just became a blessing, you know, more so than, uh, than anything else. And I, I, I think that when I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about you all lives, I'm thinking like, well, you know, maybe that's why it, you know, it, it's positive. Um, I think other people that they may not have, you know, had the same situation and maybe it works for them is because they have seen that in their family mm-hmm. dynamics and things of that sort. So, um, but I think specifically with, and I know you all too had, like you said, with your parents, your parents are still married and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I think it, it, it probably helped too, just you all just being just the two of you all for yeah. a period of time. And and then honestly, it's um, a lot of people have the, the, I guess, the mental notion or whatever of, oh, the kids are first. They are not first. I'm going to say that. Some people might not agree. You can write your letter. You can write your DM. The children are not first. In this household, in this relationship, the children are not first. Mm -hmm. It's us first. You cannot pour from an empty cup. I cannot pour and instill certain things into my children without me being filled up, me being full, my relationship being full, yeah. my relationship being edified. There is a uh, analogy on if your children were drowning and your spouse was drowning, who would you save? Mm. The common answer is the, <laughs> the children. children. Yeah. The correct answer is the spouse because you can always have children, but you will never have that same person that you honestly you claim that you're in love with or you've built a relationship with. It's unfortunate that somebody's going to die, but it's like who would you right. you yeah. know choose? So and and a lot of people say my child, my child comes number 1, my child, my child. But that's unfortunately where the downfall comes in cuz I've seen the relationships where oh like let's say the children come first like oh I love cuz <laughs> I'll use this example, especially when it comes to men. 
I love my daughter. She's number one, blah, blah, blah. And then in another conversation, her mama get on my nerves. She a B, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, how can you look at your daughter and have such respect and esteem for her, but you literally kill her mother with words? You don't respect her mother the way you respect your daughter. Yeah. Your daughter came out of that woman yeah. that you claim that you loved. Yeah. You know, so it's like you got to look at it. And that's why with, with a, a dynamic of when it comes with marriage and people who are together with children, like look at that spouse and look at your spouse as that person that, listen, I want to grow and build and mature with you. And we're going to keep this thing going however we can water each other so we can continue to be fruitful. Yeah. And yeah. it's like if that means I take the kids and do this or you have your time like, I don't know why it's this thing of, oh, I got to have my time as a man. But what about that woman? Yeah. yeah. What about, I see so many women that are literally dying inside because they're not even able to have time for themselves. They're not even able to fill up because constantly everybody's taking stuff away from them. You are sitting there and you got the kids wanting everything. Then you come home and it's like, where's my hot plate? Yeah. What about her? <laughs> Not hot plate. Exactly. <laughs> what about her? Yeah. You know, like, what about her? So, yeah. 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 It's really good, Ayana. Yeah. I, what advice or what talking points would you give to someone who is listening to you and they're like, I really wish that I had that, right? I wish I had more support from my spouse. Like, how would you recommend that they engage that conversation? Um, honestly, seeking the Holy Spirit on how to in, even start the conversation, you know, it may even start with just praying for your spouse, praying for that opening, praying for their heart to be changed in that area, especially if they have that mental understanding, um, because some men grew up a certain way. Some women grew up a certain way. Um, you know, it's all about me, me, me and being selfish. And cause it, it's honestly at the end of the day, it's selfishness, mm -hmm. it's self-centeredness, it's selfishness. But praying for them, and I, as you know, you might be in a space where it's like, I don't want to pray for them. I'm tired. I just want them to change. Yeah. Pray for them. Mm -hmm. You know, pray for them. Pray that their heart is renewed and their mind is renewed in those things. And ask the Holy Spirit, okay, how can I start this conversation? How can we get out of this? How can we change this? Do we need to go to counseling? Is there any underlying issues that we may need to uproot so we can create new memories and new new things instead of it being like this? Mm -hmm. Because this is embedded, like it's embedded and rooted from generations yeah. that the woman does this and the man Some does this. Some people use the Bible to also. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So it's like, all right, Lord. How like I am dying inside. Yeah. How can we change that? Because it's unfair. Yeah. I was going to say, too, I think what helps, too, with you being our mom, one of our mom friends, is that um, you make yourself available. Um, and what I'm what I mean by that is that, you know, some mom friends, you I, there are some mom friends that's like, I want the invite. And you give them the invite every single time, but they never, never. make themselves yeah. available. But they, but they tell, they let you know. Listen, I'm not gonna come. Yeah, I'm not. Well, no, they don't even tell you. They'll, they'll, they'll make it seem like, yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna plan to come. And then, they just and then you get close to the date, and then you get a call. Hey, oh, boo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, boo. <laughs> hey, boo. 
I can't, I, I can't make it, mm-hmm. you know? And then it's, it's, you know, as a friend, it's okay. I'll still invite you each and every time, but mm-hmm. it's like, at what point are you going to make yourself available mm-hmm. to come? Because then as a friend, sometimes I'm, I'm, I do feel like, well, should I invite them? Mm-hmm. Especially if it's something that's a tight deadline mm-hmm. or something, you know, you're like, should I? But I think it does help when you have a friend, you know, yeah. a mom friend like yourself, or you, you'll even be honest with what, well, let me see, let me check with, um, mm-hmm. let yep. me check. Yep. You, I, I cannot call him. I don't even know what, I don't even know how to say his so name. Lester. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm so used to calling him Baca, mm-hmm. but you like, let me check with Baca. And then, um, you know, I'll get back with you and you're, you will, you mm-hmm. will get back with us and let us know. Um, and I think that, that a lot of times helps because that's like a motivator to invite. But if yeah. I'm inviting you just for the heck of it, it's like, all right, come on. Yeah. At right. what point? <laughs> and then yeah. I, I feel like it's because we have all open communication too, because like even Denisa had invited us somewhere and I was like, I would love to, but, but I need to go on a date with my man. Yes. Like I need to spend some time with him because we haven't in a minute. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 as the mom friend, I am very open when it comes to my communication. If I can right. do something versus not doing something, I would love to, like, trust me. But right now, I'm not able to or whatever, and we just go from there. But, um, and I, I would say even with that, like, being open with your friends, like, what you can do. Or, hey, like, I remember one time we went to lunch. This was years ago, and Haven was... I think she was maybe two and I was like I can come but I gotta bring Haven today yeah and y'all because I didn't have Nova yet and y'all were like, okay cool we went to Bar right. Taco oh, yeah. and she was just chilling she had I think she had her iPad or whatever yeah. and you know um and there may be times as them as them getting older you know it's like all right yeah like can the girls come and right and yeah. I know you guys love them so I don't feel like it's a burden yeah, no. or anything like that it'll just be a party of six versus four right and, so. I, know, and I know this is this is gonna sound crazy because they're gonna be like oh my god I'm a mom and you want me to do this but I think it helps too when the mom friend when the mom friend invites the single friends who don't have kids to events. Mm-hmm. Like it shouldn't just be one way. Yeah, exactly. You know, if something's going on in the city and the mom friend wants to go, you know, why not say, I want to go. I'm mm-hmm. going to reach out to my friends. Yeah, you like, shouldn't wait for your friends to always invite exactly. you to things. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, um, I hope y'all really took from this. Um, I hope it really blessed you. It was, it was a great conversation. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Um, Oh yeah, just like okay, say the thing, <laughs> <laughs> wrap us up. <laughs> but yeah, um, I pray that there was something said today that that uh, inspires you to reach out to your mom friends. And if not, this is your your uh, push to reach out to your mom friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we love you guys, and we pray that if you aren't already a regular listener, that you become one today. Make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platforms. Be sure that you're following us on Save at Save Girl Secrets on Instagram and Facebook. And if you have questions, comments, concerns, or a topic, feel free to send them to us at SaveGirlSecrets at gmail.com. We love you. Good God bless you. Love and peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.